money be wrong in this situation? He took a pitch in the back. He got beat for crying out loud. We used heart attack. Me. Managers on a major league baseball team don't make decisions. Could have done without that. Credibility in this situation is worse than losing your job. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? The castration of the major league baseball managers. We know it. Ask me about my winner. I wanted to start out by saying congratulations to the Minnesota Twins who won the American League Central, are going back to the postseason. And I bet you the biggest reason they got to be excited is they they probably won't have the New York Yankees to roll over to like they've done in several postseasons in the past. They don't have the New York Yankees to look at the logo and their history and the amount of World Series championships that they've won and run and hide and be scared and concede games to them. So hopefully the Minnesota Twins will have the opportunity to play some competitive baseball against good teams in the postseason. I hope they turn the corner, but it's amazing to me how afraid the Minnesota Twins organization, and it doesn't matter who the players are, it doesn't matter who the coaches are, whatever it is, they have this fear of the Yankees that they roll over in a corner hide and just have this ridiculous fear about playing another Major League Baseball club. It's ridiculous. Thank God for them that the Yankees are unlikely to make it to the playoffs and maybe they actually have a chance of winning a postseason series. So I was thinking about the New York Giants and what was an odd series of events in the first couple weeks of the season. And it's going to lead me into talking a little bit about Daniel Jones their quarterback, but in the second half of their Week 2 game against the Arizona Cardinals, they were down 20 nothing after losing 40 nothing opening game against the Dallas Cowboys. It seemed like the Giants were in trouble again, but somehow their coach, Brian Dable, must have said something. Something must have happened in that locker room, down 20 nothing all of a sudden to come back and beat the Arizona Cardinals, and I think I'll give them a little credit to say that they played competitively against a much superior team in the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers were a better team. There was no really way, shape, or form that you could expect the Giants, unless we're talking about a dramatic upset. And I'm going to talk about upsets during today's Save in Sports History segment. But if you're going to have an upset, you know, let's say the 49ers played their worst game and the Giants played their best game, then maybe the Giants would have a chance. But realistically, on paper, they didn't have much of a chance to win Week 3 in San Francisco, and obviously they didn't. But it brought some criticism from, and I'm going to get into the point that really pisses me off, the anonymous players from the 49ers that decided to take a shot at the Giants quarterback. Now, if you're part of the media, if you have a talk show, if you are out there in front of a bunch of people and you're identifying your name, you got the right to criticize Daniel Jones. He is not necessarily in the uh, elite echelon of top quarterbacks in the NFL. He got a long-term deal where he's going to get paid $160 million and you know most of it's guaranteed, right? So he, he's a top-paid NFL quarterback, which probably not that large of a resume of success in the league. Now, the Giants made the playoffs last year, and I think they believe that this is their guy. They haven't had a guy, right, since Eli Manning. So 
they've kind of passed that torch on and paying him accordingly with what he is, what the top quarterbacks in the National Football League are expected to get paid. So 49er players anonymously are knocking Jones and knocking his contract, which they would have the right to do if they weren't too pussy to put their face and name behind it. Dre Greenlaw, the one 49ers defensive player that was part of this story that I have respect for, actually did put his name behind it. He insinuated that he maybe didn't think Daniel Jones was that great, but he also added that, yeah, there's a lot of players that aren't really that good making a lot of money in the NFL. And I can respect Dre Greenlaw for having the balls to put his name and face behind the comment that he made. But right now, I have lost a ton of respect for these unnamed, multiple unnamed players because if you're playing a sport like the National Football League, you should have the biggest set of balls in the world. You should have cojones. You should have the ability and honesty to go out there and say anything and not worry about what the response is because you're, you're, you're a man. You're tough. You're a football player. So I'm talking about NFL players in the year of 2023 that are straight up pussies because they don't want to put their name behind a comment that they're giving to some B-list writer that's going to make a friggin' story for CBS. You call yourself a man? I understand we've been, you know, weakened in society. We're not tough as a race anymore. And everybody's sensitive. But if you're a pro football player and you don't have the balls to put your name behind what you say, then that speaks a lot about you. That speaks a lot about the sport. If that very sport is going to allow players that are saying they're really tough and can't be tough enough to put themselves behind a comment that they have to make, especially if it's putting somebody else down, like I said, you've got the right to say it. You look like a jackass when you don't have the balls to put your name behind it. We're jumping in early to today's Saving Sports History segment. And you go back today being the 23rd day of September, 2023. So, a handful of things happened on this day in sports history as we go out of our way here on the Passball Show to save sports history. 1845, the New York Knickerbockers. And I'm not talking about the basketball team talking about the first ever baseball team to be assembled. They form a team. They adopt a series of rules. And if you've heard my monologues about the origins of baseball history and how it came from so many different other sports, and there's never really going to be an understanding of when baseball actually started, this is an important point in the history of baseball because a team really assembles they're going to play certain rules, and obviously these rules will get changed after so many uh, efforts of games and so many formations of leagues, which will come after. But this is an important day in baseball history, the formation of the first baseball team, the New York Knickerbockers, 1845. 1925, Washington Senators shortstop, Roger Peckinpah, wins the AL MVP. And the defending, at the time, World Series champions, Senators, who had beaten the New York Giants in 1924, ended up going to the World Series in 1925, where they lose to the Pittsburgh Pirates. 
team obviously led by Walter Johnson. Peck and Paul, the shortstop, is the MVP at EAL that season. 1926, one year later, one of the biggest upsets in the history of professional boxing. Gene Tunney stops Jack Dempsey. The upset of the decade. I don't think it's the greatest upset in heavyweight boxing history. You know, there was James J. Corbett beating John L. Sullivan, which I think was the greatest upset in the history of professional boxing. But, you know, in my lifetime, Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson. So I think both of them were probably from a, a levity standpoint as far as weighing them up. Probably bigger upsets, but certainly Tunney beating Dempsey was a huge, huge upset at the time. 1952, Rocky Marciano wins the heavyweight title, beating Jersey Joe Walcott. So Mar- Marciano, who ends up being the only fighter in the history of the sport to retire undefeated, Floyd Mayweather, you know, you're wondering if he's ever going to fight again, but Floyd Mayweather Jr. has got a chance to be the second, but... Marciano beats Walcott, wins the heavyweight title on this day in 1952. 1988, significant for a couple of reasons. Jose Canseco becomes the first MLB player to have 40 home runs and 40 stolen bases in a season. Obviously, just the other day, Ronald Acuna became the fifth member of the club. And for those of you who don't know who the other three are, there's Canseco, there's Acuna, bookending this list of five which includes Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez, and I'm going to let you sit there and try to guess it. No, you won't be able to. Alfonso Soriano, MLB players, five in history to have 40 home runs, 40 stolen bases in the same season. On this day last year, Albert Pujols, two home run game. Why is that significant? 700 for Albert Pujols. And there was a point in the 2023, uh, sorry, 2022 season where there was a worry he may not get to 700. He ended up having a great year, a solid year for the St. Louis Cardinals in what turns out to be his last season. Finishes his career with 704, but hits number 700 on this day just a year ago. Famous birthdays in a world of sports, Marty Schottenheimer, I think one of the more underrated coaches in NFL history, and he never won a Super Bowl. I get that, but he was a solid coach for a couple of really good teams, Browns, Chiefs. You know, later on uh, was was at the Chargers, but he was born on this day, 1943. John Harbaugh, the Super Bowl winning quarterback, I'm sorry, coach of the Baltimore Ravens, was born on this day in 1962, and just three years ago we lost an elite. NFL running back, one of the greatest to ever carried a ball. And I know his career was very short, but Gail Sayers passed away on this day just three years ago. Gail Sayers, for a lot of people that divulge themselves in the stats, they may say, hey, he didn't play long enough. They don't understand the impact that this guy had. It was on the level of Jim Brown. Now, Jim Brown was, in my opinion, the greatest of all time. To me, the greatest of all time football players. But Gail Sayers was Jim Brown-esque in a short period of time. As we get too much into stats and not enough about the impact that players had on sports, we're starting to forget about how great Gail Sayers was. This is the Past Ball Show brought to you by JohnPLA.com, by St. Alwish's Church in Jackson, New Jersey, by Two Ways, One Pastor Food Truck, located in Scranton, Pennsylvania. If you're interested in hearing me continue to flap my yap mouth, you can check me out on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, of course, videos on YouTube. Within the next couple weeks, we'll get into a little bit of baseball playoff preview. I wanted the matchups to be set before I started talking about it. 
and obviously as we move ourselves into the National Football League season, uh, a little more insight of that. We'll be back with you soon. God bless you, and as always, I'll see you on the other side. I have many leather-bound books. My apartment smells of rich mahogany. Why don't you give it all or a majority of it to the team that wins the freaking World Series? I was going to listen to that, but then I just carried on it in my life. I may come out as the biggest Major League Baseball manager apologist. That'll only make someone work just hard enough not to get fired. Because hitters are going out there saying, I'm either going to hit a home run or I'm going to strike out. And if I don't get a pitch that I feel like I could drive out of the park. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Especially prospect whores and hoarders are going to be a little pissed off at me when I say this. There are only two managers in baseball's Hall of Fame who have losing records. One of them is the iconic Tony Mack, who you could say, in spite of winning five World Series championships as a manager, could be in as much as a pioneer. And what side of the spectrum they're on? Were they pitching? Were they batting? If your favorite team was pitching and a ball got inside to hit a batter, there's no way it could have been on purpose. But if you were a fan of the team that was batting and a ball got inside and hit somebody or went behind somebody's head, absolutely 100%, unequivocally, that pitcher was throwing at They put their tail between their legs, decided they're going to do exactly what they're told. You damn well right, you better give him a contract extension. You damn well right, you better make him the manager over the next series of years. 35 years ago, I could have loaned your parents the money for an abortion. <laughs>